Shit's not good right now. Take it that. Yeah, it's exactly. not good. <laughs> shit is shit is fan. Yeah, it's not. It's been like the shit I saw today about the the acting DHS secretary. What's that guy named? Shad Chad Wolf. The Virgin Shad Wolf. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> saying that he'd like expect more of this in the future. Yeah. And do all that shit like that. Go fuck yourself. No. Really? Go like I don't know what their plan is. Like, so, like, I, we're really going to have to delve into, like, mainly just this today. Yeah. And, cause, and, 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 and for a good fucking reason, mm. literally, when I fucking, when Trump first won and leading up into it, mm. there was all this talk about, like, he's a fascist, fascism this, fascism that. Mm. And I was one of those people. And I really felt like, wow, this is really calling out to the people who really want to, you know, because what is fascism at its core is just be feeling above other people. Yeah. And that was what his messaging was all the fuck about. So you could, you saw the warning signs and there was little shit like early on when he talked to the NYPD. Mm-hmm. And remember? Do you yeah, remember when, that he, when, they, when they were talking about, oh, hit them a little harder, yeah. don't cut their head or, yeah, yeah or that's shit like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. And, like, there was little signs, and then, obviously, it was what he planned to do with ICE. Mm. That was the thing that everyone called out as fascism. This is fascist. They're a Gestapo. Mm. This, that, and the third. And you know what? They realized they we let them get away with it because it wasn't us. It was yeah. the Mexicans. It was the immigrants. It was the undocumented immigrants. But now it's happening to white people in America. Yep. And now people are starting to pay attention. And so maybe it's a good thing that they overstepped is kind of my thing because I don't know what the plan is here. Honestly, it had felt to me a little disappointing that the protests were losing momentum or that the energy, the momentum was still there but the energy was being displaced in the wrong places. Mm-hmm. And now it feels like, once again, we know exactly who the enemy is. Mm-hmm. We, we and, and on top of that, it's not just us now. They pissed off the mobs. Yeah, the moms. The wine moms. Yeah. The MSNBC wine moms are like Trump secret police. They now say that. And listen, this should have been going on. Do not get it twisted. There was that video out of San Diego at the beginning of the protest of a girl getting kidnapped. Same thing. Unmarked, unmarked fucking heavily policed federal agents, heavily armored federal agents with unmarked fucking vans with no markings, no badges, nothing. Putting that, throwing this bitch in an unmarked van and telling her friends, if you follow us, we'll fucking kill you. This was mm-hmm. early on in the protest. Yeah, I do. I, I don't know. I, with that, it's so dangerous because I think it could lead to people who are not police, have nothing to do with law enforcement altogether. Yeah. Let's say uh, members of the KKK chapter. This happened. Dude, this happened. happened. They what? arrested a bunch of KKK members dressed up in the You're, full military. I'm not bullshitting you. I forgot what city it was in, but you could look it up. And, and they arrested them trying to abduct a black dude. <laughs> And, and someone posted it, like, you've been wondering where they've been getting these dudes they're hanging? This is right. how. And you know what? Honestly. Oh, my God. Are you, you're fucking... I literally just said that as a hypothetical. No. And I, that, no, I think so that you see that in. That is exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That shit is... That shit can lead to just dangerous shit where people that like that, that are radical right, mm-hmm. you know... Who you think is in it in the first place? It's radical right, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. it's the hand chosen. We don't know who these people are. I am certain they are the most hand chosen extremist fucking. They are the fucking A team, but of being fascist fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're fucking bad. I do, okay. So can you? I'm not familiar with Gestapo, right? So who is that? So it, I, it was I, the I, Nazis. I, I, so like it was who went around to round up people for the concentration oh, camps in the Nazi okay. era. It was the secret police. It was like they weren't regular police. It was an extra. It was an extra new police that rounded. Right. And that's basically what ICE was. And and, and the Department of Homeland Security been doing shit like that. And it goes to show that. And I'm saying this as someone who just. But it goes to show we have to have solidarity with everybody and always. Always, always come together and fight for each other. Because if we, you don't uproot it in the beginning, mm-hmm. it's going to come home. It will always come home. You are never safe from this shit. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm saying this as someone who's now feeling it. I'm feeling the heat. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling like I could get abducted. And I know there's a lot of motherfuckers out there, maybe not people listening to this, but that don't feel the heat yet. And I don't know how we, but we got to let them know it mm-hmm. doesn't end with the person below you. It keeps on fucking coming. It's yeah. it doesn't end. Mm-hmm. No, it's gonna, it's gonna keep 
stepping up the ladder. Yep. And then eventually people they're gonna do some crazy ass shit and they're gonna take all the, the people beneath you and then you're gonna be like, Holy shit, you know. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's not gonna be anybody left to fight. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have thinned out the herd enough where too late, Bucko. Have fun at the work camp. Yeah. And and honestly, like I don't and back to the Trump's hand picked motherfuckers thing, it really is his hand picked, the biggest fascist just you know, boot lickers. Boot, I don't yeah. even know what to call it. Like just clouts, just clouts. <laughs> yeah, just the word. I and you know and and but the thing is, it probably wasn't even hard to find people who were gung ho to do this because mm-hmm. they strip these people who go into the military and go into these federal federal uh, agencies of their individuality and they give them all. They fill their heads with all this shit. And a lot of these fucking you know these fucking have you ever seen Starship Troopers? No. They talked about, uh, some other podcast was talking about Starship, Chapel Trap was talking about Starship Troopers being, like, a movie about the Iraq War and, like, the type of people who, like, join the military. And, like, mm-hmm. it's like these, they, someone says something funny about, it's these young, dumb people full of cum, ready to just burst. <laughs> and, like, and, like yeah. they really just take, like, these horned up fucking 19-year-old meatheads and they're like, yeah, Antifa's enemy. They're just like, yeah, fucking, and like, yeah. they're ready. They're just ready to kill anything. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, it's fucking horrifying. Um, not that I'm scared of the feds, because I really don't, I'm really not. I really think, like, they're so poorly trained. When they were, <laughs> the, so let's talk about the wall of moms for a second. Mm. So these fucking. That was in Portland, right? Yeah, so these fascist fucking losers mm. got their asses handed them by a bunch of moms. And on top of this, these fascist fucking idiots are don't lack the training to know how to properly fire fucking tear gas and shit. Mm-hmm. So they fired tear gas at the wall bombs from like three feet away, and it wasn't long enough for it to deploy. So there's a video of this fascist dickhead <laughs> shooting, shooting tear gas that like does not even go off at the bombs. And that was just the beginning. That was when the sun was still up. When the sun went down, mm-hmm. tear gas. Pepper balls. They fucking attacked the wall moms. But you know what? They fucked up. They fucked up first by sending the secret police. They sent in the secret police, and then the wine moms came out and said, no, 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 we're going to stay in between. Then they fucked up with the moms. Guess who was out the next day? 500 more fucking moms. Yeah. And there's people posting, like, they're, they're, this, uh, this woman from my daughter's PTA group is forming a group of moms in Chicago to go destroy <laughs> property. And it's like... so hard yeah. by doing this and everything they were winning a week ago <laughs> they, oh, yeah. they had it a lot yeah. we were just gonna get rid of a couple golden girl episodes and fucking pack it in but no <laughs> yeah no they, they we got lady antebellum mm. and that's about it mm. <laughs> and we were gonna be satisfied with that for yeah, a while they were just until the next ship the lives are just gonna be which, like which, which, November get rid of Trump and it was just gonna be like alright like the energy was losing that's what I'm so scared of I'm scared that the energy is gonna die right in November because he it, okay it either goes either way it could go the energy goes up because Trump gets reelected which is very much a possibility and then or it could just die down because we're like oh racism is solved you know mm-hmm. you know and that, that's kind of what I'm leaning to if Biden gets elected yeah because I just don't yeah I will say this I will say this I'm skeptical of the people who are like let's get Biden in there and push him to the left because I feel like a lot of those people are ready to just go back to brunch. So, and that's the, what I'm worried about, and I agree with you. I will say this, though. Biden's a really good foil. He is a racist old white man. Mm. And he is going to not, I, he's going to, unless they train him incredibly well, he's not really going to have the ability to, I think, rise to this moment. Mm. And when he does get in there, people are going to be disappointed. And I really, I have faith in this movement like I've never had faith in any movement before. I do not think people are not going to hold Biden accountable. I don't think they're going to go home. I think you will still see people in the streets. Now, what I worry about is that when Biden decides to tear gas protesters, people are a little more comfortable with that. And the wine moms don't necessarily show up because MSNBC isn't making a big deal out of it. The whole thing with the tear gas was when Trump... like. I'm telling you, there was a timeline on this shit where the wine moms were not even really upset about how the protests were being treated. They were more upset that they turned violent. But mm-hmm. then when Trump cleared uh, the 
the, the church in D.C. out with tear gas for the photo op. Yeah. And MSNBC report on that. All of a sudden, the MSNBC crowd, the wine moms, they were like a little on board with like, oh, no, they're overstepping. It's fascist. Yeah. So, like, Trump's a good bad guy for them. Now, I think Biden's still a good bad guy for the younger crowd, mm-hmm. but he's a good guy to them. And I think if, if he decides, there's kind of this impulse when protesters are tear gassed among even people who I think are, let's say, I wouldn't say they're with the cause, but people who posted the black square, let's mm-hmm. say. Yeah. I think there's some belief among them that, and we've talked about this before, the truth is somewhere in the middle. It can't just be that the left is right and the cops really are this bad. Mm-hmm. I think they also, there's this impulse among them to think, well, if the cops are attacking them, it's got to at least be somewhat just. Like, there's a reason why they're using the tear gas and weren't before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. like, they, they think that, and, and sometimes for them, it's like, oh, I'm sure they were provoked. And yeah. some people have really been trained so hard by this shit that they think someone just walking up to a cop and saying like, Hey, you know, my friend, he says he's fucking a cop's wife right now. I wonder if it's yours. That is worth them beating the shit out of you with a baton. There's people who think that, that you shouldn't, that that's not a line that you should be crossed. Now, I say the guy that walks up and says that to a cop, that is, um, that is a brave, (laughs) that is a brave, like, dialectic, I don't, that's, that's rhetoric that needs to, we need to take the cops off their pedestal. You need to be, and listen, when I've gone to protest, I've been silent, because I'm not trying to be called a white agitator mm. I go silently and I'm ready and I'm you know armored up I'm ready in case something happens mm. I got shit on me but I'm just like I'm just there to link arms and stand in the front and like and, and listen man I've been tear gassed I've been shot with bullets yada 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 so guess what if you're a young white girl that shit works if you're looking like Captain Portland you saw you saw him no I'm not Captain Portland that. was a 53 year old Navy veteran Yes, I have. Okay, I've yep. seen that. They like he broke his hand, didn't he? Yep, in two yeah. places. And it just up. came up and just both. Yeah, birds. both fingers, yeah. birds. Yeah, and, and that guy's a badass, but he's a big, lunky, fucking white dude. That mm-hmm. monster of a man. Any of us, they're coming at us too. So like, there's only so much truth to stand the front shit. But listen, I do it anyway, and I'm I'm silent. And we all, we all, I, I follow the, the parameters. I've never even really seen anyone talk crazy shit to the cops. I've seen, like, there was this one hippie girl kind of going crazy yelling, but, like, she was right with what she was saying. Mm. And the only times I've ever seen black dudes raise their voice to these cops, literally, it's like when dudes are trying, I almost want them to not be because they're saying some like, I love you, too. Like a brother. Like that shit. That's when I've seen them raise their voice. Yeah. Trying to like make peace with the cops type shit. Mm-hmm. Never like, fuck you, bitch. It's yeah. never like that. Yeah. People might chant, fuck the police. But that's like as bad as it gets. That's as confrontational as it gets. Yeah. Um, and so like it really, but I think there's going to be this impulse when it's Biden firing on the protesters. And if Biden goes on TV and says, hey, these people are anarchists mm-hmm. and they're trying to tear down the country, la la. I think there's a lot of liberals that would go along with it if you saw in the story. Yeah. And uh, so that concerns me for sure. Because um, they would operate out of a similar playbook. Now, do I think Joe Biden is going to use the Department of Homeland Security to start rounding up protesters? I fucking doubt it. Because mm. at least the Democrats have the fucking political sense to know that that's bad. Mm. Trump is fucking up so horrifically these days. Yeah, he's just off the Sudafed. Yeah. And McChickens. And McChickens. Yo, but the, he was always off the Sudafed and McChickens. That's what made him Donnie Casino, baby. That was the fuel. <laughs> but yeah, but he's lost his touch. you think he touch. actually had a stroke? I, I think he lost his touch, yeah. 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 I think he might have actually had that stroke when he got rushed to region. Yeah. Like, like, what, six months ago? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Some, he's not firing at all cylinders, bro. Yeah, because he, he'd be saying some crazy... And Spen, you know what surprised me about Trump? The turn in the mask shit that yeah. he's been saying in the media. Yeah. When I saw that, I literally could not believe. I was like, "What?" Yeah, like it's kind of crazy. And it, for those who don't know, he went from anti-mask to now he posted today. It's mm-hmm. patriotic to wear a mask, and just so you know, I'm the most patriotic president of all time in a mask. <laughs> which, which I I saw that I was just like, "God damn!" Like, good, 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 good but like. Why? Why now? You know, someone made a Twitter bot that went through and took 
all the people who replied to Trump positively about the mask thing mm-hmm. and searched their tweets for anti-mask stuff weeks ago and <laughs> put some side by side. And it's literally people being like, wearing a mask is fascism. <laughs> and then replying like, very presidential, Mr. Trump. I love you. And I would I would love to suck Eric Jr.'s dick any day. Please reply to me. It's like, it's the wildest shit I've ever seen in my life, dude. Yeah. That's, that's what I think. I think those are fake accounts. Um, a lot of them I think are, a lot of them are fake. Yeah, I all right, I'll agree with you on but that. But then I think a lot of them, or a fair amount of them, are idiots who follow idiots. fake accounts. Yeah, yeah. I've been watching a lot of All Gas No Breaks, and he was doing uh, a coronavirus protest, and he did like you know how his like style of editing is, yeah. where like zoom in. It's on like Eric Andre. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he he like showed the side by side, and what black people were saying in the protest that he did right after the George Floyd thing, they were like actually making coherent, you know, the, y'all don't want to listen, this is what we do, it's like a building on fire behind, it's crazy, it's like blurred faces mm-hmm. and, and shit, but yeah, and then, but then the white people are out, they're saying just bullshit into a mic, like they got a mic set up, yeah. there's no police out there, Yeah, they're all out there wilding out, while like hanging out of cars, you know, saying stupid shit, Yeah, and you just see like the the contrast and the difference between how it's they, it's nuts yeah. man, and, like and there were more police at like what, a black and person of color solidarity protests than there ever were anywhere, right? Do you yeah. hear about that? There were so there was like they like shot them and yeah. like bought like Yeah. So know. that was a tweet that I, I retweeted earlier today mm-hmm. where basically it was like between indigenous people and black people they had like a solidarity thing and like, you know, a million cops mm-hmm. show up. And it's because that's what actually threatens them. That's what yeah. threatens the state. Mm-hmm. And and the anti mask thing doesn't. They actually want things to kind of move in that direction. The the herd mm-hmm. immunity. They're you know, gung ho for that. And it, it also is, it does have somewhat to do with white privilege. It's got a lot, it's got part to do with it. But that's, I think this is a great example to show um, how white privilege really has more to do with like cultural signifiers and class and like political belief mm-hmm. sometimes than it does to do with like actually being white. Because yeah. you could be a black person at the end, the anti mask protest acting wild, and you probably would have gotten away. Like, because you're with that, you're in that group. Yeah. You know, and if you're a white dude with the BLM group, you're not getting the same pass as the anti-mask protesters, you know. So it's it's, and and there's dimensions to it that I think need to be discussed, and like, but I do think it's a major fucking factor is that they're just the tier privileged white people. They can't shoot and dump on them and dump tear gas on them. Mm-hmm. They would go get guns and come back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they would. Yeah, yeah. And, which is what we should be doing, by the way. Yeah. Not to advocate but, for violence, yeah, no, but. Yeah. But that's what they would do, and that's why they don't get tear gassed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so just say, um, they just don't think the left owns guns. Well, some people think. I think the the people that are actually in charge of like knowing this shit and making sure revolution doesn't happen, they're aware of who's got the gun. But yeah, the average right-winger thinks that the, we're all, like, soy drinking, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I got a present for you. It's from this company, Hot Fire. I got us two packs of, uh, it's, you know, like, bullet, you know, like, the targets for target practice, the sheets. Yeah. It's the targets, but they're KKK members. Fuck yeah. yeah. So two packs of five. <laughs> For the range. Yeah. Hang yeah. them up in here. Hell yeah. Yeah. Dude, we'll go back to, to my... Uh, yeah, don't even talk. Yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah. Hey, we'll, hey, hey. 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 Don't get too excited. Hey. Hey. You know? <laughs> hush, hush. Only. No, uh, but nah, we... um, It's really... It's disheartening... Um, there's a great speech and I think it's, I don't even know who, maybe it was Malcolm X, but I don't think it was actually. Um, but it talks about, you know, white people, you don't ever see a black cop shooting a white kid. And you know what the reason for that is? White people wouldn't take it. White people go insane. White people would not take it. Oh my God. Um, yeah, the backlash and the protest from that. Yeah, saying oh, it would be like back in the day, but it was like some like regular guy committed a crime because that's how they acted back. Like you yeah. know, you read a 
What's that? To kill a mockingbird. Yeah. You know, you know how yeah, they, yeah. they depicted him walking into the courthouse and yeah. the trap. You know that same rhetoric. Yeah. Around the same thing. Bingo, I dude. So. Bingo. And on top of that, dude, like I think. And how do I even put this? I think um. That's so weird. We're going. Yeah. And we're back inside. And we're back. <laughs> um, we never said inside agitators. No, we didn't. The they know. The people know. Yeah. They know what they're listening to. <laughs> if they don't, they're very confused right now. They're cl- they clicked on. Uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't Malcolm X, but, and, and, but what's funny is about that. It, um, there's not so much truth to it. I kind of wonder if the cops, let's say, did really backlash the anti-mask people. Like, are these people so downtrodden and bootlicking that they'd like be pro because there are so many instances of police murdering white dudes mm-hmm. that have just been swept under the rug and it's like where's the all lives matter crap where you are nowhere to be found and that's why it's like it's really it's about race and it's about race for a lot of people but it's about so much else it's about class and defending class position and defending property and people understanding that they innately are they're served by the order of things or they're fooled into thinking that they're served by the order of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I, not to get too conceptual with it all, but basically, yeah, I fucked the anti-mask protest in the double fucking standard. It goes mm-hmm. to show that the government's just trying to shut this shit the fuck down. Yeah. And they realize they couldn't scare us away with mm-hmm. the tear gas and the rubber bullets. So what they're trying to do now is kidnap protesters extrajudicially and here's the thing, the second you ask for a lawyer, and after they've held you for a while and they start talking to you and you ask for a lawyer, they've been releasing these dudes that they've been kidnapping. Yeah. They're doing it just to scare you, just to show you they can and try to get you to not go out and try to scare other people. So we all hear about people getting abducted and go, hmm, I probably shouldn't go to a protest. I'm going to, this isn't my, it, that's the goal. You know, I was uh, watching um, some lecture today about why capitalism is a myth. And he was, he was talking about the ruling class doesn't care about your living conditions. They don't care about any of your day-to-day life. Yeah. All they care about is what you think. Mm. That is the main thing mm. that they care about. Because really, that's interesting. They, 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 he was saying, I, if, man, I wish I could remember that guy's name. But basically what he was saying is that you know they just spend all this time trying to control what we see. Mm. Because, you know that if we're just seeing what they want us to see yeah it'll basically we won't, we won't spark a revolution or we won't think oh yeah it's the wealthy versus the poor mm-hmm. you know there's always that dynamic mm-hmm. there there has to be poor people if there's going to be extremely rich billionaires yeah. you know what I mean yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah I um I really like that a lot and that's interesting that mm-hmm. that's the main thing they care about and you see it from education mm-hmm. you see it in the media you see it I mean it is, it, it's attacking us at all fucking angles. And, like, they, here's the thing. There are kids that would ostensibly, like, be for the cause or, like, believe in this shit. Yeah. But then I think right now, um, let's say people our age, like, you know, late teens, early 20s. Mm. There's also all these forces out there where it's, like, Gary V people talking about hustle, rise and grind, this and that. And there's all this other bullshit out there. That's telling people the reason you're not rich and banging models is because mm-hmm. you haven't worked hard enough or you don't do the Gary V sleep schedule by my book. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, yeah, and yeah, not yeah. that Gary V's the biggest huckster of them all. There's way worse fucking, you know, scammers and that whole crew of entrepreneur fuckers. Yeah. But like, it, there's all this shit out there about that's pro work, 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 capital, 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 that has just already internalized all the propaganda. It's post-propaganda. We've already internalized this is the way things are. Here's how to maximize your potential in the system. And that's a lot of the content people consume. It's, it's, it's post. The ideas have already been uh, desi- absorbed in, our, in the brains of the people making the content that they create. So it's not even intentional propaganda. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so far gone and off the deep end of just this capitalism and internalized capitalism that I don't even know that it's intentional. 
Yeah, no, I don't think it's intentional at all because that's so interesting that you say that because I follow this one page. I don't know. I, I thought I think it's kind of like dumb some of the shit that they post because it's more also motivational. You know, bleep that out. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. That's going to be insanity anyway. Uh, But yeah, I follow this one page and it's just like, they just do motivational stuff. So it's like, it's talking about producing, but it's like, oh, you should work hard. You should try other other things. You try other genres. It's like more of the, the aspects of what it takes to get into producing. And then it shows what the, it's like literally a flow chart of like how to get rich and it's like yeah. the end goal of it is like get rich spend money yeah and I, and it's like you look at it and you're like what like it's not really about making music anymore. yeah no is it yeah it's like why are you making music in the first place yeah. like if, if it's not just because you love making music it yeah. shouldn't be why you're making yeah. music you know and that's a whole other combo we should oh, totally get into oh one episode God. I could go in for days yeah and, and honestly I'd love to do um then now that they're banning TikTok, then we should really let's talk about it. Is that really happening? So if they ban TikTok in the U.S., I think that will be a good step in the direction of making hip hop a little less corporate and pro. Because mm-hmm. right now, I feel like motherfuckers, it was making money, making songs for money and with money incentives in place. Mm-hmm. But now with the TikTok shit, it's gotten out of hand. Yeah. Because it's not even like trying to make a catchy song that'll be catchy enough for people to listen to. It's like trying to make a song. People That's will use on TikTok. Yeah, it's like yeah. not even. No, it's and, so far gone. And I think the biggest, uh, you know, player in that's Drake with the two C slide. That shit was made for TikTok. Can I say the something? Easy, the easiest dance. You know, I thought it was so comical. I mean, not to like diss on Drake, but then when they said that he enlisted the help of three dancers, that's hilarious to me. <laughs> you know, like. Like that wasn't that. That's clearly written by a label. I feel like. Well, no. Drake shit always is the most labeled music ever, and that's part yeah. of why it's so good and crisp and yeah, it amazing. It's, it's great music, but no. it's because he really they put the money in. But yeah, it's it's engineered hard, mm-hmm. and uh, I think the crazy part about like, okay, hold on, do you know what Drake just did today? What are you doing? This Jewish man is rapping in Arabic now. <laughs> What was this song? I don't. I do not know. I do. I saw he I dropped. Don't know. I saw he dropped something, and it was more of like a UK thing. But I've kind of been seeing that coming a little bit with the way his. Yeah. Oh, he's like, been on the drill. He bit the drill away for a minute now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. He. This man is. His passport's got stamps, man. He was doing the Caribbean Jamaican thing for a while. Mm-hmm. Then he was fucking like. What he fucking took the shit from round riddles in Canada. Like this man's like all over yeah. the map stealing shit. But then again, he is from Toronto, right? Was Toronto, from Toronto. Is he Toronto artist. Toronto is like the most diverse city in the world. Is what they call it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I can kind of see why he like takes from so many cultures. I can see the argument. There's an argument. There's a, there is a clear and valid argument, Drake. I would love to work with you one day, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, 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 no. But even that's with the bad body shit, it, and listen, he always yeah. takes someone and gives him a feature. Mm-hmm. So like that's fair. But this man is like culture to culture, vulture vulture, mm-hmm. and it's just for like Arabic. That's tough, dog. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I, I guess I, I, as an artist myself, I guess you want to try different stuff, and I guess maybe that was a feeler. Maybe that was a feeler out for... Maybe he had something else in the vault that he was going to... I don't know. He's going, so, like, it wasn't even full-on Arabic. It was like he got a little arabic at the end of his verse. He, like, yeah. went a little, like, you know... Wait, hold on. Let's pull it up. It's, it's a... In there... I, I saw, like, there's, like, short clips on Twitter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can pull it up, probably. Yeah. But, yeah, nah. So, like, it's just... I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know about the optics. But Drake isn't even seen as Jewish anymore. He's, like, seen as a black man. Oddly. Is he? No. He's <laughs> not. He's, he's Aubrey Grant. Yeah. He, but he's embodied this, like, new persona where I don't even think people read it as, like, a Jewish man speaking Arabic. It's like, almost like he has developed a mob boss, presumably. Well, or he's trying to is what it feels like. All right, you know? Rick Ross. I got a whole theory on this. 
Let's hear it. Rick Ross and Drake were like amazing collaborators. Some of Drake's mm-hmm. greatest songs are on Rick Ross shit. Mm-hmm. Rick Ross's whole thing is like pretending to be mobbed up. That's like his whole genre. It's yeah, like yeah. mob. Like he even has an album, Mafia Music. Like that's like kind of his thing. And I think Drake saw that and the success of that and like how that was kind of a good lane for him. Mm-hmm. And it's a combination of that and Drake being a huge Sopranos fan. I'm not bullshitting you. Drake has shout out the Sopranos in like multiple songs. So I literally think this motherfucker just be high in the crib like watching Sopranos and rapping about the shitty season of the Sopranos. <laughs> Cause he knows it's successful on Rick Ross shit. And like, honestly, I fuck with it. I'm all about it. Like, great. But like, <laughs> it's so wow. funny. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, exactly. He projects this thing. I mean, and, and because, was, because if you look at his like most recent Instagram post, damn, that worked out so great. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you look at it as like one of his most more recent Instagram posts. He's like sitting at like the table, and it's like the round table. Yeah, he's like sitting there, and he's got the sunglasses on. Yeah, it's very dark outside. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know, maybe prescription. That's his aesthetic, though. I don't know. Yeah, but then it's, he, he he looked like he he was just in Miami, you know, on the on dealing drugs or some shit like that. Yeah. That's kind of the vibe. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, that is, and, and I mean, listen, rap's always personas and shit, mm-hmm. and I think that's a fun persona that we all love, and like, you know what, and a lot of rappers have tried to embody that, but like, a Jewish man rapping in Arabic, I just, I can't get past it, dog, it's so tough, I don't know, I just, and it's just gonna, we're just gonna allow this to happen. He can't keep getting away with it. It's too many. It, he's jumped around to too many. Like, listen, pick one. Do the do the Duddy Martin music shit. Like, that was fine. That was appropriate of his shit. But, like, whatever. Controller was a great song. We'll let you... They ran the summer. We'll let you have it. But let leave it there. Don't keep on this fucking Napoleonic conquest to fucking rap in every language. It's too much. <laughs> oh my god. I hope you go to Indonesia. <laughs> <laughs> it is be I I can't wait. Honestly, it, it's it's getting it's getting laughable at this point, you it's know? So dumb laughable dog. But either way, I don't know. To say something crazy though, um like I really think oh, how do I put this Drake is such a product of like I've talked probably a little bit about like hyper realism and like things are so fake that things are the things that are real in our reality seem so fake that things almost feel dreamlike or like we're in a simulation mm. and it's because they are actually so fake and simulated and like Drake is so a product of like the exact era we live in I think that's why he's the most successful artist because he like kind of can just like he's like water he could like take any form and like and it's just like and it just there's nothing tangibly real about it to object to so it's kind of just like pleasant and nice and like it's and it very much is it is a product of like the reason I think that shit is so successful as opposed to like oh real shit is because I think we're living in like hyper real times where things aren't necessarily very real things are kind of fake and pretend and you can be whatever on social media and project whatever image and like maybe Drake was one of the first motherfuckers to really understand that that's the way things are moving and like mm-hmm. and, and to do that because honestly that is a motherfucker who looked at his image and changed it he went from Degrassi Drake to this Drake and it took him time yeah. but he did it and, and that is and very much here, and he's here to stay no, oh he's not going anywhere nowhere I he, he, he should retire I think he should retire you know what somebody said there was an article. I don't know how much truth I believe in this because it was some random website. I've heard there's rumors, but the, the the he's about to get the biggest bag in the music industry ever. Yeah, because the music industry would pretty much collapse without Drake. Yeah, which is crazy enough in itself that this man is so big that he could collapse the entire. It's true. Though. He's he like the king. Yeah, he is because every single shit he makes goes platinum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like him and Oz are. Locked in. Killing it. Locked in. Now, there's a schoolboy Q tweet from like six years ago that's still true. That's like, 
it don't matter how gangster you are, the second Drake come out, you drop what you're doing and listen. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's true. No, I, I can talk shit about, oh, real rap, blah, 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 all day. When Drake drops, I'm generally, and it's less, it's probably is less true now. I think I, I have let a lot of Drake singles go past me, but mm-hmm. there was a point a couple years ago, like after nothing was the same and shit, where it was like, yeah, he was running shit, dog. Oh, yeah, no, I think his last album was pretty decent, you know? Yeah. He's having an amazing run, dude, for a decade. I think he what he did with, you know, Fabi Over a decade. and everything. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool, you know, bringing Fabi up and the other New York guy. That Once did. again, though, it's like shit starts pop bubbling a little bit and then all of a sudden Drake co-ops the whole way. And it's like, and it's like, listen, this man, and he only, he, I feel like he started doing that shit in recent years because he kind of, his thing, mm. he ran it out. Like, he made his good albums with his aesthetic and, like, I think, like, he kind of, like, well, he's not gonna put out another Take Care. Like, nobody wants that. Like, that's not really gonna fit the moment. So, like, mm-hmm. I think, like, he, retirement would be good just because he's, like, he's undefeated. Mm-hmm. He's, like, he really has an art shit. Put, put out some, like, really, like, classic Drake rapping over smooth beats shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, just really murder everybody. One last song. And dip out for a while. Yeah, and no one really retires in music. Yeah. But take a fucking... Because Drake, after he got booed, there's that Zach Fox tweet. Y'all booed Drake and God took away concerts. <laughs> but like, they booed Drake and Drake should take away Drake. Yeah. I think he gave anything he's gonna give to music. And like, I don't think he like moved the genre far, like that far ahead. I think he just took a lot of what other people were doing and perfected it. But like, mm-hmm. he did what he did. And honestly, I gotta be honest, he did move the genre pretty far ahead when it comes to that R&B and that, like, soft shit. Like, mm. there is way more of that in hip-hop now than there ever was gonna be. And there's a through thread from, like, you know, shit in the early 2000s to, like, Kanye to Kid Cudi to, like, mm. Drake. Like, you know, there's a through yeah, thread. Yeah, evolution. Yeah. yeah, of, like, you know, let's say soft boy rap, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Weekend. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, and, and listen, he's the number one artist in the world right now. The Weekend on Spotify. The Weekend is? Yeah. Damn. I believe that though. No, he's yeah. Yeah, I love the weekend, bro. Trilogy, um, is like, on yeah. I don't know that anyone's I, gonna I top that R and B achievement. Well, dude, I remember when it was like, House of Balloons, mm-hmm. like it was not like you know. And honestly, I gotta be honest. I listened to House of Balloons when it came out because I was like on forums and shit, and I was like too young. I was like my dick was not wet yet. Like I didn't yeah, get yeah. like and I pretended to like House of Balloons. <laughs> But then I didn't really go back to the next two. But then it was later on when I was a little older. And then I was like, oh, the weekend, this shit goes on. And then, yeah. yeah. But, like, it was by the time he released Kissland, I think I was back on board. Like, yeah, this is this guy whips ass. And, like, it, 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 the evolution of him from, like, this dude people were talking about on forums that, like, rapped about, like, doing blow off of bitches, like, off of hookers. Like, him becoming, like, the number one in the world is sick to watch like that's so fucking tight like yeah it's honestly very inspirational I think ASAP Yams posted about him and that's how I found out really to throw it back real hard RFP yeah yeah I think I'm not even bullshitting you I think Yams posted on his blog like this shit goes hard like yeah (laughs) like like I'm not (laughs) yeah you get the cosign from Yams yeah yeah yeah. but yeah he was was really popping man and um you know what's interesting McConan Mm -hmm. I felt had a very similar weekend equality, not just that they were both chummy dudes from popular hip hop cities, but like where like I really thought McConan like ah I and even more so than the weekend as far as the rap scene, he was like running Atlanta at one point and like or the South and like man ah oh, I, I I hate that McConan not that he was ever gonna be like number one superstar in the world although he maybe could have been mm-hmm. but like ah oh, he deserved I think. Uh, you know, that the same kind of underground buzz turning into mainstream success that the weekend got, mm-hmm. but you know, I, but that being said, I don't ever see McConan making a I can't feel my face type joint. Yeah, you know that, and that's what's crazy. That's when the weekend went, and I remember when that song came out, and I was like, already a weekend fan. I was showing people that like this is gonna be the song, the song like yeah, this mm-hmm. is gonna be. Sure enough, that shit. Months later, I think I uh, actually that mm-hmm. like blew up hard, and then that was like. You didn't hear. You didn't stop hearing that song for like a fucking year. That was like that really put him on the fucking map hard. That's like, usually how shit goes, though. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't really find the shit until years later. But that's why you gotta keep it up on the yeah. kid and everything. Yeah. Back on the fascism thing. Yes, the the very prevalent thing yeah. in our lives right now. Yes. I um. 
I almost have trouble believing they're so dumb that they think they're really going to be able to scare the protests into stopping. I think they are. I think, I think, like you said, that's probably what they thought was an effective thing. And I think the, the DA, uh, the Homeland Security Secretary, saying that, um, yeah, we're going to do that and more. I think that, that maybe it was like trying to scare people. Well, I think I think, I think, think that's to, a good it's way. It's trying to scare people. Yeah, they, for I, sure. I think they think that's a good way. Yeah, like you were saying earlier. But yeah, I think I think they do, but they have to see that pushing the boot, pressing down the boot even that much harder mm. is not gonna work in their favor. It's just gonna make people more angry and give the protests more energy and mm. prove us right. And like so. Part of me that I wanted to float this on tonight's podcast, I'm suspicious that maybe they want a response. They want an escalation. Mm. They want protesters to like burn something else or like burn up another target or whatever. I or something. don't know what specifically, mm-hmm. but I think to me they're asking for it. This is like the thing in the Second Amendment. It was like, you know, when tyranny, da da da. This is kind of like, there, there's a Gestapo kidnapping people off the street. This is the moment. And I think they want people to, like, shoot at the national... I think they want to make it turn it into a war. You know what I mean? I think that is what the Trump campaign is trying to do. Because I think... We talked a little bit about last time. They're fucking up. He can't defend the statues. He's not going to be the cultural warrior that they all want. Yeah. But if you turn it into a war, he can win a war. Mm-hmm. He can win a war. He oh, can't yeah. win this. He, he, he's going to lose. He can't be the defender of the statue. The statue's going to come down. But if he turns it into a war, and we got to stop the rebellion, and quash the rebellion, and, yeah. and, and he can really get most of the country on the side of hanging motherfuckers, I think that's what they're going for. On some real shit. And, and, making, and, and making extremists out of the people they kidnap. To the degree that they then have a, a, a new Bin Laden or a new enemy that everyone can rally around. Yeah. And, uh... I don't think they're gonna. That's gonna work necessarily. Um, I think it might completely backfire. But well, how that? How do you think that would backfire? I think people, and I think maybe they're realizing this. I think people are more willing. Like the wall of moms thing, I don't think anyone expected. Mm-hmm. I, I really think they thought they were gonna get away with calling what is mostly teenagers and young people extremists, and having the older people that are less radical believe it. I thought they thought they would get away with that. And the older crowd of moms coming out. It's not just about moms, wine moms. It's not... What it's about to me is it represents this older generation that is the target audience of the lies about Antifa and about the protest. Mm-hmm. Not buying it. <laughs> and yeah. coming out and saying, no, actually. Um, I, I'm not buying that these are violent anarchists that need to be taken off the streets for graffiti. You know, because that, that, the Department of Homeland Security, they asked, so what's the justification for the secret police? And they released a list of crimes... Mm-hmm. It was all graffiti, which is like blanket charges. Yeah, what the fuck? Like what the fuck? Like, yeah, yeah. Because you can't gamble on anything else, so you do the thing that that's everywhere. Yeah, you know, and yeah, just blame yeah. it on everybody. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like oh, if you're not going to snitch, we're just going to charge everybody. You know yeah, what I mean, yeah, yeah. But yeah. how are you going to snitch on somebody <laughs> that's vandalizing shit? Yeah. You know? Yeah, if you can't see their face or whatever, I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just it's just backwards, gymnat mental gymnastics. Yeah, well, listen, they were able to find these people from video camera footage, and they'll find you by your shoes. Is what I always say. You gotta change your shoes, even. Really you gotta have shoes you bought in cash. I'm like, <laughs> like, it's crazy, but like you really, it's yeah. it's they will. So, you know, it's. It's fucked. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they, no, yeah. They, they are pretty on it with the facial recognition. Yeah, and, and the mask thing out, but, you know, like I said, they'll find you from an Etsy review you left for the t-shirt you're wearing. Mm-hmm. It happened to some woman who lit a cop car on fire, I think in Portland. She got arrested. They found her shirt on Etsy. You know, and it's like, it's like crazy. It's, you know, they'll find your ass. Yeah. And, but I think what's scary is, and what I think isn't so clear, um, I think what's still up in the air is whether or not we as a whole support violence as a response. Everything else has failed. Is it okay to burn a cop car and knock a window? 
Mm-hmm. And obviously, I think I'm on the side of I'm okay when it's a big business. Go after the Chase Bank, burn mm-hmm. it down. Local businesses, corporations, yeah. all go for it. Yeah. Oh, but <clears throat> not advocating violence. Not advocating violence. Just saying. Just saying. I think it's better. It's we shouldn't attack small businesses. That's what. Yeah, I'm saying. saying you know, if you're gonna do it, think about who you're doing it to. Yeah, exactly. And just like, be safe. <laughs> and there even hasn't even been that much of it. What they're mm-hmm. fucking talking about is like throwing fucking plastic water bottles at cops. Which mm-hmm. barely even sometimes that, that's like barely even a thing, mm-hmm. or like s- literally spray painting and breaking windows, which like yeah, and not giving for statues when they can. Yeah, who fucking like what? Like what are mm-hmm. we even taught? Like and and so, not that these not to even say that these tactics are violent, but there's this discussion of like is the violence necessary for the cause? And I don't think liberals know that people feel like they've exhausted their other options. People don't feel like voting is going to save them. Yeah. Um, and I think that is where there's fertile ground to say, oh, these people have stepped the line and we need to curtail them and get them in. You know, they could have protested peacefully. And like, and that's why, and this is also straight out of the ICE playbook. They try to turn the good immigrants against the bad immigrants. Mm-hmm. The, oh, the dreamers versus the non-dreamers. They try to divvy you up. And they're doing the same thing to the protest. Like, it is literally the same playbook, the same kind of American fascism. And um, I saw a really good piece today that I'll share on the Inside Agitator Instagram. But basically, it was tips from undocumented people who have been surviving under this American brand of fascism mm-hmm. about how we should all deal with it. Because now it's coming for us. And one of the tips was, they're going to try to good immigrant, bad immigrant you. And good protester, bad protester you. And yeah, no, because the best way to get anything under control is to divide people. And have, yep. You know, but everybody needs to realize that we all have one common oppressor. Yeah. And that's why I think that that would just solve everything. Yeah. If that just clicked for everybody. Yeah. You know? And I think uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Oh. If she names names. Oh. That is a chance that you have at a bipartisan. We have oh. a common enemy. And it's the ruling class, mm-hmm. and these people are in the way defending them. I think that you, you could make something happen with that. That the, yeah. the, the, that's some gas on the fire. I think if they name Trump, if she like names Trump, which I probably will, honestly, that would break a lot of their brains because a lot of the Trumpers are like all on the Epstein train. I I think that I don't know. I feel like he's still going to have somewhat of a base. There's still a base. Yeah. But but there's a good amount of them that are, like, fully on that Epstein brain. Yeah. You see more Epstein memes on Facebook with the right-wingers talking about killing protesters than you do on Twitter. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. the fucking racists that I follow on Facebook back from fucking Long Island, those dicks, dickheads, fucking Mm -hmm. from Brooklyn, from fucking Bay Ridge and Thiker Heights and all the fucking, like, most Italian racist places of all time. Yeah. Fucking... The, all these people, they are, like, all on the Epstein shit. And I think it would, like, break their brains a little bit uh, just to really have her name names. I also, I'd love to hear her name Barack Obama. That would break. That would literally, I think that would be. That, that would be it. Yeah. I think, because that's, Barack Obama's, like, the last illusion of, like, normalcy that we people have and cling on to. Mm-hmm. And if people realize that he's a fuck... Then, like, I think we have a chance. <laughs> but as long as we have him being the voice of reason, we're we're done. <laughs> They're just gonna. There's a big button at the CIA that says "Deploy the Obama," and he's gonna come out with a speech that's like, "Listen, we all need to be reason." You know, I mean, yeah, like, this yeah. motherfucker does not want the revolution. Um, he did everything in his power to stop Bernie more than he did to stop fucking police brutality. Mm. So, fuck that dude. Yeah, man, he's. Ruling class just like everybody else. Yeah, it's tough. And, like, he... I mean, we talked about him calling for some protesters. Mm. And and, and here's the thing. A lot of this playbook that's being deployed on us was honed under the Obama administration. Actually, most of it was honed under the Obama administration. As far as ICE and the Department of Homeland Security. A lot of these Mm. tactics being used on us were used in the Middle East. We used them on undocumented populations. And now they come home to roost. And... It is Obama's and the liberals and, and, and our collective failure to not uproot those things at the beginning. and But you know what? Better late than fucking never. Mobilize the fucking moms. Let's go. I'm ready I'm ready to fucking fight. If they fucking really deploy the secret police in Raleigh, let's fucking go. Yeah. I got my own secret police. 
So, nah, it's some real shit. Like, like let, let's fucking see what happens. Let them roll shit out across the whole fucking country. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go well for them. But I think they know that. And I think Trump wants a war because he might be able to win the war. Because they got us divided enough and not organized enough. I mean, they would. You know, they got the might to crush us. So, like, but if they got to kill hundreds of thousands of their own people to keep the empire, mm-hmm. are the, will everyone else still really believe in it? Like, uh, you know, it's crazy. But the fact that we're facing down the barrel of these questions is nuts. But still, at the same time, people are so desensitized to even 140,000 coronavirus deaths. That's what I'm saying, dog. I, I mean, think like, I don't think, on the road. I think that we have... And the cops are here. <laughs> Talk smells bacon. Yeah. Oh my god. What were we saying? I don't. Um, oh, I. I think we have played way too much Call of Duty, and I think we're just we have just killed, respawn, killed, and I think so we have somewhat lost the. I mean, if you play a video games, somewhat lost the. The idea of what re- uh, death is and how final it is. I don't know. Well, have we talked about the esports recruiting unit of the yes. U.S. Army? Well, I mean, we talked. They did have a Twitch channel now. Yeah, yeah. That like like they know that, mm-hmm. and and that's what well, I'm talking about. These young dumb people, full of cum, ready to fucking fight. Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers were like propagandized mainly by Call of Duty. Yeah, like, do, yeah. Do you think that's why? I think that's got part to it. It's every it's it's everything, and it's it's this whole militarization of pro. Like bro, post nine eleven, there was so much pro Iraq propaganda. You see the video games, you see the movies, you see it like pro Iraq invasion propaganda. Um, that's like the golden age of COD. Yeah, yeah. Like that started the golden age of COD right there. Yeah, well, a little later, a little, little like two thousand six on. But it was in that era. It was yeah, in the same spot. It, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was. Before Obama, even where it was mm-hmm. like Bush years, jingoism, let's go. Yeah, and like, it, you know, fucking American Sniper, that movie. Like, we have. Mm-hmm. There's so much shit that tells young men that they should go and fight. And yeah, and you know what? I think I'm one of the few people on the left who is one of these boys who plays too much Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of us, but not that many. Yeah. Most of the too much Call of Duty boys ended up in the armed forces. And they will be deployed against, <laughs> you yeah. know. But um, these motherfuckers are not well trained. <laughs> like I said, they shot the shit and they didn't even deploy. Like, I don't know. I don't. It, I don't think. I really think Trump is rearing for war, but I really think that they are underestimating the fact that like people. I don't think are gonna. People are watching, and I don't think are gonna let that happen. Like, I really think people are going to stand up. Like, the mom's thing is just so encouraging to me, dude. I really feel like, wow, all right. Because it doesn't have to get that way if you have on a national stage. I don't even know what the fuck I'm trying to say. But honestly, man, the mom's thing's encouraging. The revolution is part of the plan. Whatever it is, I'm suspicious of what's going on with the secret police thing. I, I can't imagine that they actually think this is a smart idea for quelling mm-hmm. the, the, the rebellion. Mm-hmm. I think they want they want to put gas on the fire because that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Very clearly. Mm-hmm. So any advisor would be telling them right now, hey, if you want to win re-election, you need to not do this. Unless the mm-hmm. final goal is war and wiping them out. And then maybe that would really rally the country behind Trump because that's what war does. And so I, that is a terrifying thought. Oh my God. It's a terrifying yeah. thought, but I, I, it's an idea I'm going to float. It's an idea. Oh, God, that's just fucking depressing. And I'll fall for the trap. I'll be out there in the streets, and I think a lot of people will. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm ready to die for the cause. I'm a comfortable white kid. Like, there's a lot of people mm-hmm. out here that are at their wit's end with this shit. And uh, I just, does Trump really want to call their bluff? And I think he kind of does. Mm-hmm. And I think they know they're calling the bluff. And, like, I just... I, there has to be a strategic reason. They can't be this fucking moronic. Mm. They can't be this dumb. And, you know? And, and so... And I don't know what the prescription is. What we do next. What do, do you... Do we respond? I think the response is, truthfully, more shit like the wall of moms. You peacefully link arms and we keep, we keep doing the right thing and protesting the right way. 
And when they start launching the tear gas, hell yeah, I want to have Antifa there to throw the tear gas back. Yeah. But let's be on the defensive and let's let's really play defense mm-hmm. and let's really and let's really let the national let's show on the national stage what they're willing to do to stop our ideas from becoming See, I don't mainstream. Think, I don't think they'll go as far as to kill us because I think also in a way they understand that the well I guess if they how many people they wipe depends on how many people they wipe out but you know the ruling class is always dependent on the lower class. You know, there always there's always that relationship and that balance there. Yeah. Because they ha- we make the money for them, they you know keep us in the conditions that we're in. You know. So a strike is what <clears throat> the prescription would be: is that people should go on strike and break the system. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking of something today. If everybody, most of the workforce just didn't show up to work. And and that that is what socialists have been calling for for years: a general strike. Mm. And, and and you saw a small bit of that. Like, they closed off the ports on the West Coast by Oakland. Mm-hmm. They closed off a bunch of ports. The union organized the protest and Black Lives Matter. And, like, I think it was, like, $30 billion was lost that day mm-hmm. in revenue. So, yeah, hit them in the pockets where it fucking hurts mm-hmm. and get our concessions. Uh, but, you know, that level of organization, that is exactly what these protests, what these... Uh, well, I'm sorry, what the Department of Homeland Security is fighting against. Mm-hmm. They do not want that level of organization. They want people too scared to organize on that level. And i got to be honest with you. I am. I'm scared mm-hmm. to get super involved in an organization. That's why Antifa and anti-fascist action is so disorganized. Mm-hmm. Because it is just individuals stepping up and putting the gear on. Mm-hmm. And doing things individually and meeting together in the street and coordinating. But... I don't know those people. They don't know me. It's like fucking like, you know, when yeah. when Spider-Man meets fucking, you know, uh, Daredevil the first time. They don't know who the fuck each other are. They got masks on. Yeah. You know, like, so, like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, you're just all fucking vigilantes, basically. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's no fucking plan. And there needs to be a plan. But the second there was a plan or organization, they're throwing us in a fucking gulag. And they made that pretty clear. Yeah. And, and I think we have to call their bluff on that and organize and, and do the right thing. Um, and that's what the Mall of Moms are doing. That's what, um, and you know, not to just focus on, oh, the white women of privilege, woohoo, they're the heroes. There are, you know, black and indigenous people of color who, like, have fucking been on the front of this fight, and especially women of color and moms of color mm. who have taken, who take the rubber bullets and no one gives a fuck. So shout out to them, yeah. too. And, and let's all keep fucking fighting the good fight. But it's good to get these people on our cause and organize because. As we've talked about, that that's who the media gives a fuck about. MSNBC is reporting on the wall of moms. That's getting reported mm. just like Trump clearing out for the photo op. And that is, we need that kind of press coverage. And sometimes that's what it takes to get it. And, and yeah. Yeah. But then again, I still have skepticism about MSNBC. And I feel like they don't show uh, everything. So MSNBC show. didn't show them getting tear gassed. They just yeah. showed like, oh, here's the wall moms. Mm-hmm. I will say USA Today, in their video clip they posted, did show them getting tear gassed. But mm. didn't show the very clear video of the officer firing at a close range and like missing it and then not deploying. Because that was crazy. He literally yeah. fired at point blank range at a group of moms. And like some Antifa kid with a shield knocked it and like it just didn't go off. Oh my God. Yeah, it's like, it's, yeah. it's same shit. In that yeah. So like, and, and like it should, that should be on loop on MSNBC if mm. it was actually what it pretends to be. Or if they actually care about what they fucking say they care about. You yeah, know? 100%. But it, obviously, you know, as discussed, they fucking don't. I did, they just don't believe in anything is what I, it really amounts to. I feel like they'll move the goalposts anywhere they want. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, but I will, I'm interested to see if, how they're going to play nice with, if there is a countrywide rollout mm-hmm. of the secret police, if they will, I think that's maybe the line where they know they can't be seen as legit journalism if they are fully capitulated. I think they will somewhat capitulate and they'll use language that makes it sound like maybe it's not, they'll play both sides, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think they can capitulate to that. I think that would really be like the New York Times, like the New York Times can put out a Tom Cotton op-ed saying, let's cool, kill all the protesters, mm-hmm. but can they actually advocate for that in their pages? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, it's to be seen because it's probably going to fucking happen. Who knows? 2020... I still feel like we live in a simulation, you know? It's crazy. I also want to say shout-out to Kanye West. I hope he does, is doing better. And I really hope so, yeah, too. Yeah, because clearly there's meant... And, and there is a part of me that feels like, you know, 
Um, and there are people that are saying he just does this mental breakdown shit every time there's an album rollout. Mm -hmm. My take on that is I think he just drops an album every time he has a manic episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 think. I think he's just manically working on music. Yeah. And it just so happens that, oh, I want to run for president. Like, yeah. it's just a random thought. And he yeah. just goes and acts upon it. Yeah. 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 Um, but. And so, I, I don't know. It's concerning. And, you know, yeah. prayers to him, support to him. Shout out to Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is a hero. Oh, yeah. my God. That man, I mean, regardless of what anybody could say about him, what, what he, like, says is facts yeah. most of the time. Because, you know, I, that video clip of him talking about Martin Lawrence today and how he had a stroke, and then after he had the stroke, he was like, that's the best sleep I ever had in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he's out in the middle of the street, like, you know, a year or so later, like, they're trying to kill me saying stuff like that, mm -hmm. you know? What does Hollywood do to you? Yeah, and, and I think that, you know, Dave Chappelle, the part that I like the best was, don't call people crazy. They're not crazy. These are strong people. They live in a crazy world. Yeah. And that is wisdom I think we should apply to other people and also in these crazy times apply to ourselves. Because mm -hmm. I think sometimes it's hard enough to feel fucking crazy when you're looking at this shit. Like, am I the fucking jackass? But you know yeah. what? It's just fucking crazy. Like, it's crazy times, man. It really is. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, try not to let them make you too crazy. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a good place to leave it, right? Yeah, man. Inside Agitators episode six. Damn. All right, six. We're going to get real mics soon. It's going to sound yeah. a lot less shitty. Probably, yeah, probably episode 10 ish. I'd probably even say next week. All right, bet. So soon. Oh, before well, episode 10. Yeah. Before double digits. We'll, 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 right. we'll shoot 8 9. All right. We'll say 8 9. Sound good. Sounds All right. good. All right. Anyway. Much love, everybody. See y'all, niggas.